and and seller beware seller beware because there is a ton of realtors out there that that prey on you and what they what they do is that they say okay your house let's say the house is like you know let's say it's about a 1 million 1 1 you know house they say listen we're going to put this on the market for 1516 there's a there's a realtor around my area that does this all the time and we just laugh when you when you're looking at a realtor looking for a listing agent get all of their sales for the past year and i want you to see the percentage of listing price to close price all right a good agent will keep that over 95% all right you want about a 95 to 100% and anything under that if they're at like 89 85% 90 run because what they're doing is that they're getting you into the contract for six months and then what they'll do is that they'll put it on the, the market for a month and say you know what the market the market's not doing it's not moving the, yeah it's the market it's the market it's not it's not the market the market price was at one two and you got haggled you got you got pushed into a deal and guess what your high hopes have now gone down the drain because you're going to have to take a one two which it always was a one two What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Home with the Cousins. Today, we are talking with Mr. Matt Blashaw, real estate agent extraordinaire. Uh, you know Matt from his many DIY and HGTV shows, Yard Crashers, Vacation House for Free, Project Extreme. The list goes on. He's done over 450 episodes with the network. Um, but Matt is back full-time in the real estate market in Orange County, California, and man, I'm telling you, he's got some awesome, awesome advice for you guys in this episode. A lot of really good, actionable stuff. As you just heard in the intro, that alone, doing your homework on your real estate agent is going to save you a lot of heartache in the long run. So uh, without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode. Make sure you check the show notes for all of Matt's social links and his website. Well, you know, I think I guess as good a place as any to jump into this thing. Uh, I mean, you just mentioned the spring market being nuts. You got three escrows going on. Uh, it seems like buyers are ready to put houses on the market, and or they're always cleaning up and getting ready to sell in the spring, and 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 uh, or sellers rather. And then buyers are always, you know, they want to they don't want to be tramping around in the snow. They want to be cruising around in the nice spring weather and looking to buy. So. Aside from those things, what what is it really that that has the springtime so jamming in the real estate world? Yeah, it, it's always you know springtime. People want to move during the summertime. Yeah, because you know they don't have the you know the kids are out of school. It's you know you get a little bit more time to do all the moving because moving just sucks no matter what. Um, so people, you know, we we just saw an uptick in Orange County of about nine percent of our inventory just went up nine percent um, because we've always had an inventory a lack of inventory, and that's why you know our home prices just keep on skyrocketing. But to that effect, you know, uh, let's just say I just put a, an, an offer in for a buyer at a at a seven fifty a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar house um, in Tustin, and there was twenty two offers. Oh it. my Whoa. God! Holy in cow. two days, 22? in two days, 
Yeah. So you, you mean people are like, oh, the, the, you know, I hear I hear people saying all the time, well, the market's going to cool off, whatever. It's not. And in, and in fact, in the in in the in the um, uh, in the conforming loan range, you know, around 750 under 725. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. That's, you know what, so, Matt, that's that is the exact question. And you're going exactly where I want you to go, because in the real estate market, of course, in Orange County, look, we know there's multi-million dollar homes. We know all about them. Where we live here up in the Bergen County area, North Jersey, you get some really expensive homes. But I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of realtors say the, the ones that are a million, two, up to two, three, four million, those are not moving. But if you're in that seven fifty, eight hundred thousand dollars $800,000 range, they're flying off the shelves. Yep. Yep. Entry level. So yeah. And I have a, I have a 30, $30 million listing. That's been, we're on the market for a year. (laughs) I'm coming over. I'm buying it. You you got to buy it right here, bud. Wait. So, so let's, before we stray too far away from these 22 offers in two days, what kind of advice do you give to your buyers when you've got, when you've got situations like that? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you, you got to come in, First of all, you know, you got to come in at your, um, you know, your, your best and final, you know, don't, don't try to, a lot of people think that they're going to get a deal, you know, like, ah, maybe I'll bring it down. It's just not going to happen. So you, you have, you're tied to an appraisal, right? And here's a trick that, you know, realtors, there's some realtors that just can do some real shady things, but they do what's called, they, they throw in a ridiculous offer. Let's say let's say their offer is at let's let's say it's a seven hundred fifty dollar seven hundred fifty thousand dollar home. Okay. They'll throw in offers at like seven ninety, right? <laughs> but they'll put an appraisal contingency. Yes, of course, yeah. Right. So, which yeah. means that you know, as a listing agent, if I see a you know an eight hundred thousand dollar offer, I'm going to say, well, that's never going to appraise, right? Yeah. So, what happens is that they'll they'll get you into the offer, and if the listing agent doesn't know what he's doing, well, guess what? The appraisal is going to come up and say, they'll hey, it only appraised for yeah. yeah. They'll lock it in, and lock then they'll go back to the table and say, hey, listen, we're going to go back and we're, let's reduce the price of the house. So they're trying to get in it for their client. Now, for me as a buying agent, I go in and say, hey, listen. I think that we can probably get it appraised for seven sixty-five, but let me sweeten the terms. It's all about the terms. So split the county transfer tax, right? Split that in half. Um, oh, no, nope, Dalton. Sorry, I just had a dog instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Gotta love podcasts. That's, That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> it's all live, people. That's awesome. <laughs> that was almost. What is this? I have a I have a dog that's that's just roaming the neighborhood now. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, split the county transfer, uh, county transfer tax. Um, You know, the home warranty is such a weird thing because, you know, I I don't home warranty. I've never seen anyone use the home warranty. Um, So don't even take the home warranty. I mean, it's six hundred and fifty bucks. It's nominal. Um, yeah. You know, maybe take that out of the equation, maybe split um, the, the title as well as the, the escrow. So those are things that are going to be appealing to the seller because, if you know, they're only going to get so much money for their house in terms of the appraisal. But then the terms, that's going to make it a lot sweeter. That's great. And, that's and, really, really great stuff. And Matt, as as uh, as the the buyer's, you know, real estate agent, are there besides splitting 
the county tax, how you just alluded to, are there any other tips that our listeners can kind of do or they can, if they are involved with a realtor right now, they can start suggesting that so they can save themselves some money because we know it's, it's very expensive. I mean, if it depends on what your realtor is asking you, 4%, 4.5%, 5%. I don't know what the average is out in Orange County, California, but it, it can get pretty pricey. Yeah. And, and you know, for, for this is, first of all, get a good agent, get a good agent and, and your, your agent should be able to, you got to be able to talk with the listing agent, get to know them, have a good rapport with them. Um, once you submit an offer, have your lender call that listing agent and say, Hey, I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up. My, my, um, my, my client submitted an offer. I'm going to let you know how strong he is financially. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to give me a call because they, that's really important. When I'm as a listing agent, I want to make sure that this loan is solid and going to go through. I want a pre-approval. Yeah. I want it to be ready to go to underwriting. All right. I want I want it to be a we call it a complete file. So you want the file to be complete because here's what if you and this is another tip for your list for for anyone out there ready to buy a home. Go through the entire pre-approval process. I mean, I'm talking give them pull your credit, make sure that everything is good, make sure that you're not transferring large sums of money back and forth from your from your savings to your checking because what happens is that these are all things that the underwriter sees and it's red flags and it can really put a damper on your loan so make sure that everything is good to go and that you have a solid loan have that lender call the listing agent and then you have another point of contact and your 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 offer suddenly becomes a little bit brighter than the others yeah that's great and and it, it boils down to a simple simple word and it's what we talk about all the time in our planning process and and the, and dealing with your contractors and that's communication if you have that like you said if you have that bank reaching out it's just another level of communication another level of comfort that the seller and the selling agent can have, you know, with you and your buyers. That's 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 really great advice. And being that you have to go through that entire pre-approval process anyway, it's so much smarter to get it done up front and ahead of time because these transactions do tend to move quickly. And when there are other offers on the table, you know, having that complete file that you mentioned is just that makes you that much more appealing to to the seller. Oh yeah, I mean, I just I just listed a property. You know, we got it in at it was six ninety nine. I got it into escrow. It's closing at seven twenty, and it was a loan, right? So it was a conventional loan, but it was it was uh, it was a fourteen day escrow, which is amazing. If we so they took they they took no inspection contingency, right? Wow. They didn't want the, they 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 took that off the they table. They really wanted that house. Oh, <laughs> they really wanted the house. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they took the loan appraisal off as well, which I thought was bananas. But as a as a listing agent, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm going to push it as hard as I possibly can to make sure that we so that sale that we just did, I will now be the highest sale. I'll be the highest sale fifty thousand dollars uh, higher than any <laughs> other sale that neighborhood has ever seen. Wow! Wow! So so that whole yeah, neighborhood I, is thanking you. <laughs> oh yeah! Well, you know what? I'm gonna call around. Everybody, give I'm you a call commission. That neighborhood and be like, "Hey, just want to let you know what I sold. Yep. Would you like to list your house? Yeah, That's exactly. Kinda, That's great. Yep, take so, a step up. So, Matt, with what we're talking about here in these prices, and, and I think you said, you know, people think they're gonna get a deal, and they're not. 
for clarity's mm-hmm. sake, I mean, w- the stuff we're talking about here, the stuff you're talking about here, these are turnkey homes. Is that accurate? Sometimes. Sometimes. So, Most so, the- so you're seeing, and I don't mean to cut I want you to finish, but yeah. I, I, just as a follow-up, so you're saying some of these things where you're getting multiple bids and all this stuff are on fixer-upper houses as well? Absolutely, absolutely, wow, absolutely. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Well, here, th- th- it is such, you know, Southern California is one of the hottest real estate markets in the world, all right? You got New York, San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, and especially where I'm at here in, in Orange County. I mean, it's just stuff. It's, it's just flying off the shelves. Now, what what's happening is that we're having a ton of millennials, right, that are, that are, that are now coming in, making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. and needing homes and they're wanting to get into these entry-level homes you can't flip homes out here anymore that's just another side note <laughs> there is I, I have three investors looking for flips because we can't find flips because end users hike up the price right, there's no yeah. margin right if you're right? if you're if you're someone staying in a house you have the ability to bid that house up because you've got X number of years that you can amortize that money over. But if you're flipping, forget it. You've got a number you've got to get in at. Otherwise, you got right. no spread. Right. So that's so that market is gone. So what happens now? These turnkey homes, they typically go over asking. You know, I would say maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars over asking. Mine was a turnkey home except for the master bath, and I mean it was sweet, ready to go. I'm surprised it appraised um, as as what it did, um, but it you did. Didn't, you didn't so, want to call Minster? Yeah. <laughs> this thing needs a bath crash. Man. <laughs> Take him out of retirement. That's right. That's right. Oh man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was. You know, you got to be patient. And here's another thing: is that people out there, you just got to be patient. You got to be knowledgeable. That's that's the main thing. Drive around the neighborhood. Go to open houses. Know the pricing. All right. So as an agent, I'm going to be able to kind of guide you in a way, but. When you, a, whole, a house comes up that you love, that you want, you're going to want to make that offer quick and as fast as you can and at the best and highest. And you want to make sure that that agent puts in a contingency that that deal expires in, in not just three days, which is the typical boilerplate on these things. You want to be able to do them for about maybe let's give them 24 hours, right. give them 48 hours because you want them to say, oh, that's a great deal. I think we should take it. And you don't want them to see any other offers. So you just got to be ready to go and don't think that you're going to be getting any kind of deal. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's really great advice. And anecdotally, you know, uh, to the advice you just gave, so I'm I'm selling a condo that I've owned for about 13 years, 14 years in um, mm-hmm. in Hoboken, and mm-hmm. I, I just sold it for twenty one thousand dollars over asking price. Oh um, man, that's and, awesome! Yeah, th- thanks, man. I I appreciate it. Um, but awesome. the the so it the day it went on the market. My agent, my agent kept it off market for like three days. Brought it to some of his clientele that were looking for certain things. Uh, wasn't right for this, that, the other. The day it went live out on the MLS, offer came in. These guys had what? lost out on four prior properties, and they mm-hmm. did not want to lose out on another property. The agent mm-hmm. came in strong, twenty-one thousand over ask. Uh, waived the appraisal. So even if, you know, whatever the appraisal came in at, that's the number. I'm not changing it. So you'll have to make it up in your down payment. And right. um, and they asked me to only take up backup, only take backup bids at the open house. And you know what? I was happy to do that because as a seller, 
I had my, my number was my listing number. So to come in yeah. that strong, you know, yeah. they made a very good case for me to say absolutely. Yeah, why would I do? Why would I go anywhere else? Right, you know, right, so, exactly. And I was, yeah. and you know, the nice thing was I was priced at market. I mean, I was, I wasn't being super aggressive, but I was definitely right, you know, right in that sweet spot. So to come in twenty one k over, you're like, as a seller, it's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. You're done. Yeah, here's my, here's my, here's the thing I say to all my clients: the price of a home is what someone will pay for it. That's correct. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You exactly. know. It, 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 what is the value to them? And it's, you know, I get the market and I get people saying like, well, that's what, not what the comps, comps, comps. Yeah, I get it. I get the comps. Comps are used in an appraisal, but how much do you want it? How much do, how much do you, would you want this house? And if you really want it, you have to go strong and you have to pay a little bit more for it. So, you know, and, and this is kind of leading to my next point with, with, with sellers Spend some money and make your home a turnkey home. I'm sure your I'm sure your place was beautiful. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's listen. It was 13, 13 years since I did the renovation there. I had four different tenants uh, over that time frame uh, mm -hmm. after I had moved out of it, um, but it was in great shape. I I was very careful yep. with the tenants I picked. I did background checks. I interviewed these people. I made sure they were going to take care of my home. I would you know the first year they would live there, I would check in quarterly. So they knew that I was a cognizant landlord. I mean, th these people kept it as neat, if not neater, than I would have. Um, yeah. So when 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 it was time to sell, uh, I I went in a fresh coat of paint, uh, screeded the floors and and uh, and put a fresh coat of, of poly down on everything. So yeah. it, you know it looked it looked perfect. It photographed beautifully. It's got great natural light, and yeah, mm -hmm. it went it went in the blink of an eye. Yeah. I mean, it's because because that's what happens is that when a buyer looks around your house and says, OK, that's just this positive feeling. OK, good. That's great. Oh, this is amazing. And then they see the value. Right. That's right. If you have something that needs work, it what it translates into a buyer's head is a price reduction. Yep. Exactly. Uh, automatically. Right. Yep. right. So I should feel like I should get a discount for this house because this isn't done. Take that out of the equation. Even if you have a, a remodeled, you know, like a bathroom that maybe needs some, you know, work. In this last house, it was like a 19, original 1960s house, all right, a 1960s bathroom. But instead of, you know, kind of going against the grain and saying like, well, everything's done except for the master bathroom, I had them kind of redo it to give it that 1960s feel by adding some 1960s mirrors and kind of retro. And we celebrated that right. and made it look really clean. And people were like, oh, my gosh, I love that. It's like transferred into a, a brand new space in this house. So, you know, it just takes a little bit. You don't have to do a ton. It just takes a little bit to make sure that it's nice and clean and that people go mm, see the value and then you're going to get um, higher than market especially um, you know in this in this day and age so so matt do you see people actually doing what you're saying are are they going out there are they doing the, the renovations or is it the other side where people aren't doing that because you're saying someone came in and there are 20 different people bidding on that house if it's that mm -hmm. hot are people making that that investment and putting that money into the home yeah, for for me, I go one of two ways. So, um, you know, I walked into a, a listing appointment the other day, and I told the guy I ain't listing it. So you, you, know, you told him flat out. You said this this is just it, the house is not up to par. Yeah, he he, I if I take a house 
at the at market price and I feel like the price is this is where it's going to be when it sells, he's going to be disappointed with me and I'm not going to do my job and it's going to end terribly. And I'm not going to take that because that's my reputation and I want to make sure that he's happy. And I told him that I said, listen, we can either we we were so far apart, too, because I think that this house it needs a lot of work. I think that we can probably get maybe like maybe seven, seven sixty, seven forty range. But he's up in the nine and a quarter. And I'm like, this house <laughs> just needs <laughs> way off. Yeah. And he, he goes, well, this is it's a single family house and it's tucked into a bunch of apartments. You know, it's it's just not. It's just not in a great location, and it just needs a ton of work. And I, he goes, well, 925. Well, I said, 925 is market, <laughs> and exactly like turnkey, what I'm looking at right near here it's is a disaster. Turnkey. Well, I think it's that's, a disaster. But that's great. I think that advice, the someone having an honest conversation with whoever their realtor is, that's exactly what you want. And I think every <laughs> seller should be able to have that type of conversation because, look, why would any realtor want to take a listing if they don't think they could actually sell that house? You're wasting everybody's time. You're, you're wasting the you know I, I don't get that. So having an honest mm -hmm. conversation saying, hey, can you sell this house in its current state? And if your realtor says, I'm sorry, but your kitchen is you know a 1970s kitchen, your master bathroom is a 1970s, yeah, it's had a couple updates here and there, but no, mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable that I'm going to be able to get you what the market is calling out for a home like this, well, then the seller is going to have to make some some tough choices. Right. And, and seller beware. Seller beware because there is a ton of realtors out there that that prey on you. Yes, they do. And what they, what they do is that they say, okay, your house, let's say the house is like, you know, let's say it's about a one million, one one you know, house. They say, listen, we're going to put this on the market for one, five, one, six. There's a, there's a realtor around my area that does this all the time. And we just laugh because I go every time you, 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 we see her price come down. And this is a way you need, to, when you, when you're looking at a realtor, looking for a listing agent, you need to know, get all of their sales for the past year. And I want you to see the percentage of listing price to close price. All right. A good agent will keep that over 95 percent. All right. You want about a 95 to 100 percent. That's super smart. That's, well, that's and good. anything under that, if they're at like 89, 85 percent, 90, run. Because what they're doing is that they're getting you into the contract for six months. And then what they'll do is that they'll put it on the, the market for a month and say, you know what? The market's not moving. The market's not yeah. doing. It's, it's not, not doing moving. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. the market. It's the market. It's not. It's not the market. The market price was at one, two. And you got haggled. You got, you got pushed into a deal. And guess what? Your high hopes have now gone down the drain because yep. you're going to have to take a one-two, which it always was, it always was. a one-two. Well, and, right? and, and that's the – you know what? We've said it. Anthony and I, we've said this. I'm not, not like trying to say anything about realtors, but we've had realtors do that same thing because for for them to tell a seller, hey, just drop your price $50,000, $100,000, the percentage that's coming off of their money is very, mm -hmm. very tiny. But a hundred mm -hmm. grand to a seller – that's a lot of money. That's a, a lot huge of money. money. But when you take four mm -hmm. percent of that, that's eh, not that big a deal. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You can move a hundred. You can move a hundred fifty. 
and you're right. That is that is not the way a realtor should conduct well, a business. It's like any it's like any any trade. It's like any profession. There's people that are good at it, and people yep. that are bad at it. There's people that are shady at it, and there's people that are upstanding about it. So these are all. Yeah. I mean, Matt's given great information, especially on how to do your homework. I mean, asking for those sales, you know, records for the past year. It's in black and white. You can't really argue with the numbers. And, uh, you know, and they're going to tell you exactly what you need to know in terms of what you can expect from a performance level from that person, which yeah. is fantastic. There's a great website out there that I can give to people. Um, yeah. the, you can get a home value. So, you know, typically, you know, home values, if you go to like Zillow, Zillow and, and Redfin, the Zestimate and all that yep. stuff mm-hmm. is it don't ever listen to that. I mean, there's just there's no basis to it. Redfin, in fact, they're a brokerage. I don't know if people know this, but they're actually a real estate brokerage and they will always put the price of their house higher because it entices people to call them and say, I can get this for my house. Amazing. And then you're stuck with a a, a Redfin agent. Oh, my God. Gotta love the Internet. Gotta love the Internet. So what's the what's the website that you that that you recommend using? Uh, oh, so uh, housecanary.com. Housecanary.com, huh? Yeah, house, I don't sorry know for that the one. Parking dog, come on. No, yeah. that's all right. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, so housecanary.com is is it's brand new. So they use it as an appraiser program, but there's also what's called a house value program, hmm. and you just go and it's you know it's pretty nominal to get this. They use data from everything, from how much you know, um, how much the incomes are in the area, what kind of car people drive. I mean, I'm talking, they, they take, so they full take on demographic info, full on demographic wow. to make sure wow. that your home value and it's, it's pretty dang accurate. Interesting. Pretty dang does accurate. Does it cost money? Is it, does it cost people to go on there and do it or it's all it, free? It does. You can get, you can, you can get it one time, you know, it's cheap. I think it's like 10 bucks, okay. you know, for your value report, but you can also adjust the, what kind of shape it's in. You know, if it's average, good, excellent, and then it takes in account that. And it gives you a pretty high, really good confidence score there. So it's kind of very similar to like a Kelly Blue Book value for your car. You put excellent, you put you put how many years the year was built, what's the amenities inside of it, all those things. Yep, exactly. Yep. Cool. That's exactly. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So house, housecanary.com, that's something that I – it's a good start jumping off point. Again, the price of the house is what someone's going to pay for it, right. but yeah. it's a good jumping off point. And really to, to, to do your homework on your agent, if, if let's say your agent comes in and says, Hey, this is the price. All right. Why, why is this the price? I want you to show me the comps and I want you to show me the finishes on those comps. And I want you to show me why this price don't just let them throw out numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Make, make sure that they explain to you because you want that guy to explain it to you because he's going to have to explain it to the appraiser. So what I did the other day, this is why you know I love – I have a contracting background. I've been doing it for you know ever since I was 25 years old. I had a contracting background. I'm contractor licensed. So the appraiser that came in for my, my property the other day, he, he, you know, I'm looking at nothing in the neighborhood is going over 685. Nothing has gone over 685, and I'm looking at a $720,000 offer. And he goes – he looks at me. He goes, whew, well – you know, it's all about numbers, Matt. And I went, I get it. 
right? But I want to show you everything that they did to this house and why we feel that that value is correct. I took them into the attic. I took them on the roof. I took them into the garage. I took them into the electrical panel. I took him everywhere around and explained to him why that value is the way that it needed to be. It came in at value yesterday. So you need to know when that listing agent explains it to you, that's the same way he's going to be able to explain it to an appraiser and going to be able to explain it to a future buyer. Right, it's Matt, very you're gonna important. you're going to need to get your New Jersey license, bro, because I, I, need, I, need, I need somebody who's going to walk my appraiser up on the roof. Yeah. Holy shit. That's, 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 above do, and by, that's above and beyond, brother. That's awesome. It, I, I love it, man. It, it excites me. It wakes me up in the morning. Yeah. This is what I do. I, I love, and I'm sure you guys know this, I love home. Yeah. I love everything around the home. I cherish it. I love getting people into home. I, lo- I love renovating their houses and making them feel incredible in their home. So for me, it's exciting when I hand the keys over to someone. Yeah, it's exciting cool. when I'm able to go into a deal. Like as a buying agent, I'm in an escrow right down the street, which was up for one five, 2.5. And 2. we were in escrow for t- 2.21. Wow. So I was able to negotiate that down. Plus, I was able to get them about $13,000 in credits because of repairs. That's great. So, you know, you got to work. You got to work for your buyer, but it's all about knowledge. You know, there's some realtors out there that just decide that, hey, I'm just going to get a real estate license because I think that homes are really cool. Beware (laughs) of those guys. Beware because you know what they're talking about. Yeah, but Matt, that's, you know, that's great. All the points you're making about what's inside the home. I, that is so true because I know so many appraisers will say, oh, well, the square footage of this house compared to the square foot. It's like, yeah, but what's inside those walls? Yeah. How well is the house built? Did they use uh, a very expensive tile in the master in the master bath or in the second bath? Do they have radiant right. floors? Did they go above and beyond on the energy savings inside the house? These are right. all things... Just like you said, you have to explain that to the appraiser. If you're not explaining oh, yeah. those items, well, just because your house is 2,500 square feet and your neighbor's is 2,500, well, that doesn't that doesn't mean they're exactly the same house. It's right. what's inside the house. It's what it's what's outside the house. How well is it landscaped? There's so yeah. many different factors that you have to look into. Right. That. Yep. And that would click it up. Keep on clicking it up. That's exactly what what you need to do as a realtor. So I want to shift gears uh, a little bit here before we wind this thing down Um, because we we touched on it at the beginning when we were talking about whether the market's going to cool off or not. I am one of the guys who thinks that things are going to cool off in the next year to year and a half. So I would love to get your perspective as to why you think it's going to keep running. because, well, actually, mostly because John and I are are playing with some timing right now on a few different on a few different things and figuring out when we want to jump back into the development game and all this good stuff. So, lay it on me, man. Let me let me hear what, you, what <laughs> sell us, what you, yeah, sell it, Matt. Sell me, Maddie. Sell me. Well, you know, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae said that they, you know, they 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 released a report a week ago said that home prices are going to be creeping up about six percent this next year okay. all right so, so above beyond that what i'm seeing you know on on the ground level on the ground floor here mm-hmm. you know i'm seeing multiple offers right i'm seeing a lot of i'm seeing a lot of um two or two of my buyers are now kicked out of the market wow. you know they, they 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 have to wait until it goes down so yeah interest prices have 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 creeped up 
Mm-hmm. But we're still under the interest rates of 2006. No, 2005. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So, and, and, and when people start going, I can't believe I'm paying a 4.5. In 1980, yeah, my mom and dad were paying 18%, like 91%. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> like money's cheap, man. Exactly right. So, so you know, you you got to be able to start. People don't maybe don't go for a single family home. When people go into the you know condos to townhomes and then mm-hmm. move your way up to single family. But in my opinion, sure, anything 1.5 and over typically stays on the market. 180, almost, you know. Can, can stay on the market for about, I know, a year mm-hmm. or so. All right. That's just the way it is. Um, those, those are slower to sell, but I think that the market will stay hot in the entry level, really, really hot in the entry level. Are people still, and, are people still putting down 20% or are they putting less? Um, 20%. I've seen some tens. Okay, so a lot of people are, yeah, conventional is the only way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know a lot of people want to pay 3% FHA, but on a multiple offer situation, it's just not going to, no, no one's, one, pick, yeah, no one's yeah. picking no an one's FHA loan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So what we're, what we're looking at now as, so as, re, as, as, as realtors now, we're looking at, so 9% came on the market. So we've had a, a bigger, um, 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 an influx of homes on the markets, the biggest since 2013, July, 2013. All right. That went up 9%. So we're, now we're going to look at the demand. So if the demand stays to, to, um, to decrease or, or keep the, um, the, um, um, the influx of homes, mm-hmm. all right, steady, then we're, then the home, the, the home prices are going to go up. Yep. Here's here's the this is kind of my opinion. So I'm in a house, and I'm in a eight hundred thousand dollar house, or a nine hundred thousand dollar house, or a million dollar house. If I move, all right, I'm sitting at like a maybe if I bought maybe three years ago, I'm sitting at like a three percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. Why, why would I move? Why would I move into a four point five percent interest? Doesn't rate? make sense. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't make sense, yep. right? And so, and especially people here in California, this is kind of like the end all be all before they just sell. So what we're seeing, the people that are selling are leaving out of state. You so know, they're, they're going, going to, they're going to like Arizona, those type of people. Yeah, Arizona, Kansas. Yep. You know, so you know places that are they can the affordability is there where they Texas. Can retire, I, I, I know so. a lot of people right. from California going to Texas. And I mean, but more on on a national scale, right? So it doesn't scare you that we're now in the longest climbing cycle that we've ever been in in the real estate market in the history of the country. It doesn't because I think it's gonna. We we've done. I tell you. To get a loan in this country now, mm-hmm. you basically have to donate blood, yeah, right? They need, like they, right. DNA samples, right? They, right? they do so much vetting now. It's crazy. It's not like it was before we had all this irresponsible um, you know, lending. lending. Yep. So that's one thing that's going to keep this afloat. You have the – you know, it's all tied into the jobs. Jobs, you know, everything is strong in the financial sector, which means strong jobs, you know, low unemployment, which means your housing rate is going to stay nice and strong as well. So, you know, for me, I think the lending, the, the, the money's cheap. 
Um, the lending has been, you know, in the middle of the country, you know, I'm seeing, um, you know, my wife is from Kansas City, so I kind of look at the real estate market there, and sure. it's very enticing sometimes <laughs> to want to just pack up and leave and go, oh, for $500,000. I could get a mansion out here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like a ranch house with like 4,000 square feet, yeah. you know, brand new on a on a half an acre. I'm like, oh, maybe tornadoes, I'll take them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a little different than Orange County, but. <laughs> yeah, little different but i could take a tornado every year you know what i mean what's the deal yeah if i could take earthquakes so um you know those are very small you know you're not seeing you know huge you know gains like you would in california the big influx but you know i don't see it i you know a lot of people keep you know think about two years ago i'm sure everyone was saying like 2017 we're in a bubble right it's ready to burst what happened in 2017 home prices rose right and now we're looking at the same thing in 2018. I think there will be an adjustment because it has to adjust. Oh, I, because, and, yeah. By the way, I'm I'm not a doomsdayer. Like I'm, I don't think we've got another bubble coming like we had in 08. But I definitely am in a believer in an adjustment, and I'm waiting for yeah. that adjustment to jump yeah. back into the market. Yeah. Well, that's 10 percent, 15 percent, you know, whatever it is. Right. But hey, listen, if you are a buyer and you want a home, and you go get a home. If you're going to stay in it, just stay in it, yeah. you know, stay in it for, for right. eight, 10 years. If you're going to stay in it for eight, 10 years, I guarantee you, whether we go down or up, it's still going to be a solemn investment. It's one of the best brick and mortar is the best investment that you can do. Okay. Just hold on. Now, if you're trying to time the market, you know, that, you know, I, I've played that, that role. You <laughs> guys scary, have played that role. It's a scary. I, I, I always wish, <laughs> I wish I had a magic uh, ball that told me the answer to that every time, Ooh, but it doesn't, yeah. it somehow doesn't happen. <laughs> Man, it's t- it's it's tough and it is scary. Yeah. So you got to be able to flip fast. And but you know, I have an investor that I, I got um, into a property uh, for five five. We just he put a mill into it and he just flipped it around. We we sold it for nine one. Wow. Wow. So it's a good yeah. Time. So it's it's good, you know, and he he did it right. I mean, he did it right. He That's spent great. a ton of money on that thing. So it, the the money is there. Um, you just got to find the right place. You got to you got to make sure that it's a, you know, a, a product that people are going to like, um, that that people are going to love. You want a compelling price. You want a compelling product, and you will get a compelling price. That is awesome, man. So much good information. So much actionable information for all you guys listening out there. Um, uh, I will have all of Matt's uh, social handles and his website listed uh, in the show notes. Definitely hit him up on Twitter with questions if you have him. He's a super responsive guy. Um, and if you're obviously in the Orange County area, you would be a fool not to be working with the man. Maddie, when you get your uh, New Jersey license, definitely let me and I John think, I, know. I think, we need, I think we need you out here. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, man. I, I, I can see it. Well, because, you know, sometimes you don't get a lot of honest realtors. And you, you gave great information practical information things that people really can follow and it's uh it's 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 sometimes it's it's just not the norm so that that was great yeah. to hear all that new, new show step cousins there we that, go I buddy like <laughs> step cousins. on that note this is another episode of home with the cousins thanks for joining us guys 
Hey guys, real quick before you go, we just wanted to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening. Thank you.